This is Zoe Church LA. We're not just fans, but rather followers of Jesus. Tune in as Pastor Chad Veach teaches of God's love and how we can live a Zoe life, an abundant life. Wash your hands if you are here and you have ever witnessed something crazy. Let me see your hand. If you've ever just, you ever seen something, you're like, oh, oh my gosh. That just happened, you know? Like, you ever, you ever be somewhere socially, like at the mall or somewhere, and you see someone trip and fall, and they try and, like, look around, and, like, nobody noticed, but you're like, hey, I saw you. <laughs> I see you trip and fall. You, you didn't think anybody saw you, but I, I witnessed it. You, you witness things in life. I like watching crazy stuff. The other day I was at a coffee shop. I was studying and having some meetings, and as I'm sitting at this coffee shop, I literally look out, and I watch a motorcyclist get hit by a car. I was like, oh, I dropped my cafe mocha latte, orange frappuccino, whatever. I ran across the street. This guy's on the ground. I'm like, oh, my gosh. That just happened. I'm like stopping the cars. I'm like, bro, are you okay? You don't have to answer that. I'm just like, I cannot believe that just, like I just witnessed that. This last week I was in my house. I was in my kitchen hanging out with my kids, having a good time at our house. We're just chilling at the house. All of a sudden I hear from the backyard, I hear someone yell, Chad, get out here. It's serious. And I'm like, what just happened? So I, I run to our backyard and I see my wife on the ground. She's laying down. She's crying. I've only heard my wife cry like this when she has given birth. That's the only other time. So she's crying, and all of a sudden, I look at my wife, and I promise to God, I just started praying for me. I didn't pray for her. I was like, God, send me an angel. Send me a helper, God. Mom down, mom down. We need you, Lord. We need you, Jesus. We need the risen Savior. Pray for her later. But I, I, I want to talk today about how Jesus died for all of us, and yet he died for the one. It's not that Jesus just died for the whole world. It's that he died for you. And Jesus wants to show up this Easter so you can see him and you can hear him. Come on, we are all witnesses to the grace and the love of Jesus Christ. Come on, Zoe, put your hands together. If you're grateful, not just, a few, not just Peter or Mary. Come on, we are witnesses to the love of Jesus Christ. Let's love this. I'm going to give you four things to write down this Easter. If you're new to church or you've been coming to church your whole life, I believe these four things will encourage you. And you can look back on these notes and remind yourself of who God is in your life. Write down number one today. The tomb is empty, but our faith is full. The only thing that is empty today is Chick-fil-A because it ain't open and the tomb. That's the only thing that's empty. The only thing, I appreciate that. A lot of Chick-fil-A lovers in our church. <laughs> like, oh, man, that's good. <laughs> Y'all are too easy sometimes. The tomb is empty today. But our hearts, well, our hearts are full of faith. And they, they, they came and they, they came to check on Jesus. Remember, he, he died on a Friday, but he was raised on a Sunday. And they came to check him out, and he wasn't there. So we believe that our, our God is not dead. He's alive. So the tomb is empty, but our faith is full today. You know what you need in your life? You need more faith. None of us ever tap off where we're like, ah, oh, I'm good. I don't need more faith. No, you and I, for where you're going, for what you're facing, for what you're doing, you need more faith. 
Faith is a gift that God gives you. That's why the disciples said, Lord, increase my faith so I can believe in you more and trust in you more and have more confidence in you. One thing we need is we need to graduate to new levels of faith. There's only one thing that's empty. It's a tomb. But our hearts today are full of confidence and trust and belief that Jesus is Lord. If, if we don't believe it, if we don't believe it, the Bible says we should just eat, drink today, and die. 1 Corinthians 15, 32. Watch as it comes on the screen. Paul is furthering this thought in 1 Corinthians. Watch what he says. He says, if the dead do not rise, well, then let's just eat, drink, for tomorrow we die. In other words, there's no reason to live. There's no hope. There's no future. There's no faith. But because Christ has raised from the dead, we're not going to eat, drink, and die. We're going to eat, drink, and live, and prosper, and go to another levels, and do what God has called us to do. I just love this. You know, Peter and John, they were witnesses. Peter and John, they saw Jesus. Jesus appeared after he died. Peter and John watched this. They go start the church in the book of Acts. They are crushing it. They're going city to city. They're healing the sick. They're preaching the good news. Things are happening through their life. It's unbelievable. They, they start ticking people off. You Listen, if you want to make nobody mad in your life, don't do nothing with your life. But if you really want to have some haters, start to do God's will for your life. All of a sudden, opposition will come. You always, listen, when you go to new levels, you're going to always face new devils. And so they start going to new levels and they start preaching God's word and they start doing God's will. And some guys come, listen, opposition is a sign you're doing something right. So they come against these guys and say, you guys, listen, we don't care what you do. Isn't that amazing about the world? The world doesn't care what you do. You just can't speak the name of Jesus. Do any drug you want. Sleep with anybody you want. Talk any crazy way. We don't care what you do. There's only one thing we don't want you to do. Don't use the name of Jesus. Peter and John are so good. Peter and John have seen too much. And they heard too much. So they reply. They say, sir, just read here, Acts 4, verse 20. Watch their reply. They reply back. They say, sir, we cannot but speak the things which we have seen and heard. I'm a witness. I watched it happen. I seen it with my two eyes. I heard him speak these words. I cannot be quiet. When you have an encounter with grace, there is no way you can be quiet about how good God is. Is there anybody here that has a, a collision with Christ himself and God has been so good you cannot be quiet? That's why the Bible says, let the redeemed of the Lord say so. I've got to say something. Jesus is good. And you want to know what's great about Easter? What brings us together, what unites us, in, it is not Banana Republic pastels. Like how much money did J. Crew make last week? Like they were balling out. J. Crew back in business, okay? Like this is their Super Bowl, okay? If you're wearing J. Crew, hashtag no judgment. Hashtag kind of though. Hashtag for real. Okay. <laughs> like, sorry, this is my fourth time, so I'm kind of having fun. <laughs> what were we talking about? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It's so stupid. It's so dumb. I'm very serious about God, you guys. I'm very serious. Like, it's a big day, okay? Let's be serious. What unites us together on Easter, what brings us together, is we are united in his death 
but we are also united in his resurrection. Now this is so, this is so different for the disciples. And Jesus, he foretells this. He says, guys, you don't understand. Even as the prophets said, I will strike the shepherd and the sheep will scatter. When Jesus faced all this, he faced it alone. Peter abandoned him. The disciples abandoned him. Judas goes and commits suicide. When his death happened, everybody scatters. But three days later, when he gets up from the grave, everybody comes together. It's amazing how death brings division. I remember in my own family, when my grandmother passed away, my grandmother lived in Yakima. She immigrated from Mexico and lived in Yakima, Washington. And my grandmother Conchita, when my grandmother passed away, when my grandmother died, she was the glue of our family. You don't realize how someone is the glue of your family until they're not there. And when she died, the division that, that happened was crazy. All of a sudden, people are fighting over the settlement. All of a sudden, the, the family goes this way and that way and the other. Sometimes death brings division. That's what happened for Jesus. But notice when he gets up from the grave, he goes and gets Peter. He goes and gets Doubting Thomas. He goes and gets the guys. He sits with them. And now all of a sudden they're back and they're united with Christ. The difference for you and I is we are united in his death and we are united in his resurrection. Like today, come on church, today we can stand at the foot of the cross and we can worship and say, Jesus, thank you for the crown of thorns you bore. Thank you for the nails that were in your hand. Thank you that you, you bore all the shame and by your stripes I am healed and thank you that you purchased my freedom you purchased my forgiveness thank you God that I have the hope of heaven because you died a brutal death I wonder if somebody could give God some praise because he did die on a cross for the sins of the world we are united in his death and his resurrection and this, this, this was only one-sided for the disciples. In the, in the Gospels, this was polarizing. They all scattered. Today, we worship because we know that when Friday happened, heaven started counting down to three. If they say when, when, when Friday happened, all of heaven held their breath and waited because they knew Friday may be here, but Sunday's coming. I don't know what you're facing, but heaven's got a countdown, and you're about to get the freedom. You're about to get the breakthrough. You're about to get the miracle that you need. Just show me, show me a hand if you got faith that Sunday's coming in your world. Sunday's coming. We are united in his death and his resurrection. And Jesus gets up from the grave and he starts to gather and he starts to bring the guys together and he starts to, and there's such great unity. In fact, when he ascends back to heaven, when he goes back to heaven, watch the unity. A few days ago, these guys were scattered everywhere. Now that he's rose from the grave, they're all united in Christ. Watch the unity that Jesus leaves them with as it comes on the screen here in the book of Luke. Luke 24, verse 50. And he led them out as far as Bethany. And he lifted up his hands and he blessed them. Now it came to pass while he blessed them that he was parted from them and carried up into heaven. And they worshipped him and returned to Jerusalem with great joy and were continually in the temple praising and blessing God. Amen. In other words, this new life, it brought everybody together. I tell you what brings us together today is the cross and the empty tomb. You cannot have one without the other. We're not just here for the empty tomb. We're here to declare our God died on a cross. And the cross gives us the tomb and the tomb gives us the cross. This is paramount to our Christian faith. We're united under the name above all names. We're here to worship and celebrate that our God is not dead, but our God is alive. 
In fact, write down number three today. Jesus. Everything about Jesus is alive. Everything about Jesus. Nothing about Jesus is dead. Not a portion, not a percentage, not a sliver. Everything about our God is alive today. He is alive and well. Just as good as he was the day he got up out of the grave, that's as good as he is today. He is alive. In fact, the Bible says right now, today, he is seated at the right hand of the Father, and he is praying for you right now. He is praying over your home. He is praying over your soul. He is praying over your future. It's not just that Zoe prays for you. Anybody thankful today that God himself prays for you? Come on, that's a reason to be happy today. Jesus is alive. Like Jesus is, he's alive. We have not come to gather to pay tribute to a God that once was. We're not here to celebrate old traditions, old religion, like something that's dead. No, no, no. The difference between our God and all other gods. Our God is still alive. My God is not dead. He's alive. And he's He's active. Like he's an active God. He's moving. He's shaking. He's changing. He's rearranging. He's molding. He's convicting. He's comforting. He's active. He's active in your life, isn't he? He's always talking. He's always reminding. He's always leading and guiding. He's not a dead God. He's an alive God. He's alive and well. He's seated at the right hand of the Father. He's doing stuff that only our God can do. He's not dead. Listen, the Bible says in Hebrews chapter 8, verse 13, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday, today, and forever. It literally says our God does not sleep. He does not slumber. Our God translation does not hit the snooze button like you. Shots fired. Jesus is alive. He's alive. He is well. Oh, I see him alive in our city. I see him alive at Zoe Church. I see him alive in your house. I see him alive in your finances. I see him alive in relationships. Anybody got, anybody got some faith today to see, oh, Jesus is alive. In fact, when they came to go see Jesus on Easter Sunday, the angel of the Lord looks at these guys and they go, why are you looking for Jesus amongst the dead? Let me just show you these scriptures. This is so beautiful. The angel looks and he says, Two men stood by them in shining garments. Then, as they were afraid and bowed their faces, talking about Mary, Mary, they said to them, this is the angel, why do you seek the living among the dead? He is not here, but he's risen. Remember how he spoke to you when he was still in Galilee? Why? Why do you seek something that is living amongst the dead? When my grandmother, when she passed away, every year my family would go to her graveside and we'd bring flowers and we would recall memories of her generosity and her kindness and her sweetness and her smell and who she was and we would go to the cemetery. There's all these bodies, all the dead has been buried there and we would go to the dead place to pay tribute to someone that is dead. The angel says, why are you looking for someone that is alive amongst the dead? Jesus is not here. He's alive. He rose just as he told you he would rise. Remember he said, you destroyed this, you destroyed this temple and I'll raise it up in three days. They thought they, were, they thought he was talking about a different temple. He was talking about his body. And he said, why are you looking for something that's dead? No, no, Jesus is amongst the living because Jesus is alive. Oh, I believe it today. I'm preaching to somebody this morning. Jesus came up and he's, he's in your world. He said, I'm alive. I'm active. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to show you. I'm ready to lead you. I'm, I'm more active than I ever been. I've never been more active. I didn't take a season off. I I am Jesus Christ, Son of the living God. 
He's alive today. I feel him. Anybody feel him today? I feel like Jesus is in this place. I feel like, you know why? Because the Holy Spirit is in us. The Spirit that raised him from the dead is in us, leading us and guide us. Jesus is alive. Come on, let's clap our hands and thank our God if you believe it today. Just thank him that he's alive. Jesus is alive. Go, go ahead and be seated. Be seated. You, you hear me loud and clear today because this is paramount to your faith. Understand, resurrection is not an event. We're not here for an event. Resurrection's not an event. Resurrection is a person. Jesus said, I am the resurrection and the life. Resurrection is not something he does. Resurrection is somebody he is. I raise stuff, stuff that's been dead in your world, stuff that's been broken in your life. I am, when I touch stuff, dead things have to rise. Dreams that have been dormant, things that have been broken. I am the truth, and I am the resurrection. Somebody praise him like he's raising something up inside of you this morning. It's who he is. It's who he is. It's not what he does. He doesn't do resurrection. He is resurrection. And so this Easter, instead of looking for evidence of his absence, why don't we start looking for evidence of his presence? Write that down, the last thought today. Start looking for evidence of his presence. He's all around. He's, he's moving. God is on the move. God is, he's never, he's never stuck. He's never, he's never in one place. He doesn't live at the El Rey or the Valley Campus. He walks and talks with you. He's with you. He's an ever-present help in time of need. He, you look for evidence of his presence. He's all around. He's always with you. In fact, he said, I'll, you can turn your back on me. I'll never turn my back on you. you. You can be faithless. I'll always be faithful. I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. I'm, I'm going to become hell or high water. You can get yourself in the worst, most evil, wicked, just debaucherous, terrible situation. I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there loving you and helping you and speaking life over you and promise and potential. And I'm never going to turn my back. In fact, I died on the cross for your sins. I rose from the grave to defeat sin in your world. And I want to make you more alive today than I ever have before. Start looking for evidence. He's all around. He's always on the move. Always with you. Always going wherever you go. Always with you. Hey, I start, I just train your eye. Start looking for evidence of his presence. He was, in fact, if you just rewind the tape five years, go back ten if you'd like, and just you can just see, wow, God opened that door, and God, God, God favored me here, and God was faithful in this place, and that check came through. It was a miracle, and we never should have landed this thing, but come on, has God been faithful to anybody today? Can anybody look back on your life and say, I am in awe of how good he has been. He has been overwhelmingly gracious to me. I see, I can see evidence he's been here. You, you, you remember that movie where it's like the one little kid, the one little kid that's like, I see dead people. It's like, bro, you the only one that sees dead people. Come on, church. It's not for one of us. It's not for people that just tithe or serve. It's for all of us. We can all see evidence. He's all around us. Doesn't matter what you've done. It's all about what he's doing. You can see him. He's on the go. He's on the move. Start looking for evidence of his presence. A couple years ago, I went down. I had to buy my wife because I knew that we were going to put out a kid every two years. It's like we put out kids like records. Every two years, just drop one. Hey. 
And so I knew I had to get my wife one of them big old soccer mom vehicles. So I went down. And I, you know you got a lot of kids when all, all the seats are taken with car seats. <laughs> you know, that's how you know you got a big car. Like, you know you got a big car when, like, I'm driving my, and by the way, I love driving my wife's car because it makes me feel like a man. Like, how, how terrible is that? I got to drive my wife's car to make me feel like a man. <laughs> so, so I'm, 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 I'm in my wife's car yesterday. I le leaned back to go talk to my boys, and I'm like, hey, y'all good back there, there, there. But I'll never forget when I went down and bought my wife this car, when I bought my wife a big old Denali, and I, and I, I started to drive this car. I promise you, everywhere I went, all of a sudden, I started seeing Denali's everywhere. Like, I'll be on the freeway, and I just see, like, all this fleet of Denali's. I go to the grocery store, and all of a sudden, I see the, all the, what I never saw before. Now, all of a sudden, I see everywhere I go. I promise you, some people after today, you're going to start to see Jesus all over your life. He, he, he was always doing it, and he was always there. It's just that you couldn't see him. Come on, anybody want to have some faith eyes to see the evidence of his presence and the evidence? Come on, we are all witnesses to the goodness and the grace of God. Oh, on Easter Sunday 2018 you ought to give them some praise today because our God is not dead we are witnesses to the life and the resurrection of Jesus Christ come on Zoe give God a shout of praise this morning come on stand to your feet stand to your feet let's pray together thanks for tuning in to this week's podcast we hope you are inspired and encouraged by the message to get more information about Zoe Church, check out our website, www.zoechurch.org, or follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and the newly added Snapchat under the handle Zoe Church LA. Have a blessed day.